0: Assalamualaikum and hello to our fellow listeners. Welcome back with us, Timborak Policy, where we talk about policies and interesting topics in our country. I'm Julaika. And I'm Fadri, And we will be your hosts for today's
1: episode. Ah, uh, yes. This is part two, which is also our final part of our Unlocking COVID-19 Vaccine episode. In the last episode, we interviewed Enche Ame from Japan, who shared how Japan spread awareness about both the vaccine and COVID-19 to the public. So in today's episode, we have invited two honourable guests. Hmm, but before that, I have a question for you to like up. Have you registered for the vaccine program yet? I have registered mine through the MySuggestor app. And I am currently waiting for my turn to get vaccinated. I'm so excited and nervous at the same time. Wow,
0: good for you, Fazrin. I also have registered for it and it's okay, don't be nervous. Just remember that this is for our own safety as well. Alright, let's not keep our guests and listeners wait any longer. So... Without wasting our time, introducing Mrs Nazira binti Abdul Halim and Miss Farahana Amira binti Ahmad Razi. Hello, Mrs Nazira. Hello, Miss Mira. How are you guys doing today?
2: Hi, I'm good. Alhamdulillah, I'm getting better. Actually, uh, I have my voice again because the last ten days, last no, sorry, last eleven days, I can only whispering. But today, Alhamdulillah, uh I can speak and I can, I can talk uh, very loudly so should be no problem. It's getting back to Great to know that you guys are doing well. Now,
1: before we start, could both of you tell us a bit about yourself? We will start with Miss Nazira first.
3: Okay, hello, hi, Assalamualaikum. My name is Nazira. Uh, basically, I'm working as a staff nurse at Hospital Seremban which is an mm-hmm. ICU department. ICU COVID actually.
1: Thank you, Miss Nazira. So, Miss Mira, do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners?
2: Alright, so hi everyone. Uh, good afternoon. So my name is Farahana Amira. I'm thirty years old this year. I'm a single mother to for two kids and I'm working as a customer service officer and I'm living in I'm staying in Rawang currently. So I'm a COVID survivor for, uh, for stage five. Without further ado, let us start
0: the interview, shall we? Alright. Mrs. Nazira. As a Malaysian citizen yourself, we are all aware that frontliners have received the vaccine earlier than others. So what were your thoughts when you found out that you were going to get vaccinated without having any guarantee of the effect since you're the first few to receive it?
3: Okay. So, of course, uh, when we have to get a vaccine ...without any guarantee. Mm-hmm. And of course, we get not much information about that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. we don't have any evidence based regarding the effectiveness of vaccine. And we don't have any full information about the vaccine, how the effectiveness and how it will work with our body. Some other people don't want to get the vaccine. first At the first place, kita ni... Selalu dengan cakap orang actually. We don't do research, we don't reading about the vaccine. As a frontliner, we have to take the vaccine to protect ourselves before we give the bad treatment to our patient. The first batch vaccine arrived at Malaysia is P. Pfizer. Hmm, so all okay. I think the frontliner get the P. Pfizer. Sekarang kan ada Sinovac. Ada exact yang most popular vaksin right now. Yes. You pun tahu kan apa yang vaksin yang sekarang yang diorang duk register tu. Yes. Kita sebenarnya sebagai rakyat Malaysia ni, we have to get our vaksin. Kita rasa mungkin impact untuk vaksin kepada kita tu is small thing. Tapi sebenarnya it's very give a big impact Malaysia. I think the, uh, all the frontliner get their two doses of vaccine
1: mm-hmm.
3: and actually the first at the first place lah yang akan menjadi masalah sebenarnya sebab kita pun mm-hmm. tak tahu apa benda yang akan berlaku and we don't have macam I cakap tadi, we don't have any full information about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So some other people maybe diorang tak ambil vaccine. Maybe uh, they have their own reason or their, uh, they have any treatment, some treatment they are going through that mm. will be uh, akan ada reaction yang 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 tak elutlah untuk badan orang. Mungkin ada tapi the percentage of orang yang tak ambil vaksin tu tak berapa banyaklah. Mungkin orang ada some other reason yang memang diorang perlukan tak boleh tak boleh ambil vaksin tu.
1: Wow. That's quite fascinating. On to the next question, Miss Mira. As seen on your Instagram at I am Farhana Amira, you are a COVID stage 5 survivor. Not only that, but you also share your journey with others as a survivor. With that being said, the stigmatization against COVID-19 survivors as is due to the widespread of fake news. How do you, as a COVID-19 survivor yourself, deal with such stigma? Do you mind sharing your experience with us,
2: thus far? All right. So for me, uh, COVID nineteen is not a joke, guys. It's real actually because I've been through a lot. I mean, a lot of experience. Uh, while I'm in, I mean, while I'm admitted in the ICU. So, uh, at first, I only admitted because of asthma, and suddenly within one day, is my, I mean, my condition. Uh, turning to critical, and doctor, uh, informed to my parents that my life chances is fifty-fifty, and uh, and my COVID stage is is not like it's not like other people going to stage one, two, and three. We do one day is straight away go to stage five, and stage five normally it only it only can be effect to someone that on I mean under age or uh, fifty above and above and mostly the patient that affected uh, by COVID stage 5 are not survived so for me if other people out there tell to other people this COVID is not real, is a joke is a, is a, conspiracy, a conspiracy I don't think so because as I oppose COVID patients, it's already changed my life 360 actually so please don't ever tell, don't ever spread any news that COVID is not real or COVID is a joke. It's real and it's really pain and is making me suffer actually after I discharged from the hospital. I can't do any activity like previously. Uh, it's changed a lot. I can't I cannot walk like a normal person. I, even 15 steps, I da Uh and then i can't run i cannot run i i cannot button my own shirt like a normal person i need to ask my brother or my sister to help me and then open the cap i mean the bottle cap so please guys don't ever think that this coffee is not real it's real guys
0: that must have been a tough journey for you miss mira hmm. now mrs nazira since you are working as a frontliner yourself we would like to know if there are any doubts about the vaccine among your colleagues, Mrs. Nasira.
3: Of course, we have. So back to the question number one, which is, pun mungkin, cakap, ni Banyak dengar cakap orang lain, uh, Rather than we, we got some reading, we got some research about that. Even my hospital colleague also memang dia orang ada rasa lah. Macam kita pun as, macam memang kita kata kita ni frontliner but kita pun maknus biasa juga kan. So kita mm-hmm, pun memang yes. ada rasa yang was-was tu of course. Mm-hmm. All people must have that feeling right. Yeah. So uh, memang ada dan I pun cakap benda yang sebab lah sebab uh, as a, kita rasa vaccine tu is responsible responsibility sebagai Raya right? Malaysia, kita have to get the vaccine. Sebab maybe orang kata if we get the vaccine and we kita tak akan dapat dapat the COVID itu. No, it's, it's not true. It's totally wrong because the COVID kita tak nampak. Tapi at least mm-hmm. we uh, when we get the vaccine, kita boleh kawal keterukan tu Mungkin mm. kita Sampai ke ICU, manalah tahu kan Tapi semua ni yeah. semua Allah Ta'ala punya kerja lah kan Tapi yes. kita sebagai human being uh, mm-hmm. Kita boleh usaha, kita boleh doa, kita boleh tawarkan yes. So memang adalah, tak, tak tipu memang ada Orang yang tak percaya, anti-vaccine and all that So what we have to do is uh, We we give the bus uh, nasihat kepada mereka so, mm-hmm. the rest is terpulang lah, diorang nak ambil ke tak ambil ke sebab ini semua masing, masing-masing punya right kan So, macam you pun, you ada right juga nak ambil ke tak ambil ke kan Sebab, <laughs> not yes. paksaan uh, Tapi, actually I think this is uh, responsibility as a Malaysian lah Dengan, mm. uh, as you know, the covid, the cases increasing day by day and yesterday, the the cases reach 9K which is the higher hmm. case from the first covid so itulah kalau kita nak cakap pasal orang yang memang tak percaya vaksin ni we, kita tak mungkin nak buat apalah tapi hmm. as long kita sebagai Malaysian kita, kita kena buat sesuatu walaupun kita tak boleh nak buat sesuatu yang besar kepada Malaysia tapi maybe Bila kita complete our second doses of vaccine? Mm-hmm. Then kita akan rasa kita yang
1: that is quite a shocker to know that there are still certain people who doubts the vaccine despite all the research and effort that has been carried out thoroughly by the scientists. On the next question, According to your Instagram, Ms. Mira, could you tell us about your whole COVID-19 experience from start to present and how has it been going for
2: you? So, it will, I mean, it started on eleven of April. Mm-hmm. I've been attacked by asthma only because, uh, asthma is, actually, I have asthma from my childhood. I mean, from I am a baby. And then, I take a normal nebulizer, which is uh, Sabotamol. And then after that, I feel okay, and my my chest is not tight like the time I arrived at the clinic, uh, 12th and 13 April. I thought I'm okay, but on the 13th of April night, I feel my chest is not comfortable, and I can't breathe like a normal breathing, you know. And then mm-hmm. after that, I decided to go back to clinic on the next day, on 14th of April. So the 14th, I mean, on 14th of April that time is the the beginning of my COVID journey actually mm-hmm. so uh, when I'm in the clinic the doctor already gave the highest dose for asthma I mean the salbutamol plus the am com- I mean, everything but there is no changes uh, I can't breathe and then uh, very hard to breathe and and I can't I can't speak that out I mean at that time so doctor provide me the no i mean give me the nose oxygen and they call ambulance from hospital sia then once ambulance pick up me from hospital they put me straight away to yellow zone emergency room and on that time they instruct me to do the first test so the first pcr test result turning on 15th of april and the PCR te- the first pcr test is negative actually so uh, yeah, they take another another one PCR test while I'm sleeping because on the 14th of April they decided to. I mean, they told me that I need to be sleep. I mean, I need to be sleep on that time. So my expectation that time is only maybe they want to put me rest uh, because of the. I mean, my lung my lung full of mucus at, at that time. So uh, that is only my expectation. I didn't I I didn't th- didn't think about COVID. I because as I know, uh COVID, there is a symptom, right? There is no, you cannot smell, you cannot taste. That is my expectation at first. So, as um, at that time, I only have uh, So, I don't think I had a COVID that time. So, on 15, the PCR test, they take, they retake again the second PCR test. And the, the second PCR test result, uh... On sixteen, yeah, they they received the result on sixteen, and they called my parents around six a.m. Uh, and they told my parents that I'm a, I'm a positive COVID, and I'll they already moved me to ICU bedded ICU burn unit. ICU burn unit is different than I the normal ICU actually. The ICU burn unit is for critical patients for COVID nineteen, and then they told my parents that my 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 condition is turning to critical state, and my life chan- my life chances is that time is fifty fifty. And already during that the charita but the actually. My oxygen level already dropped, so that time my parents just thinking about am I going to alive or death. Hmm. But, but alhamdulillah, they know that I'm strong. When when I'm awake on 27th of April. That is that is the time that I. This is my second chances because I, I am in coma state from 15 till 27 of April. So that is the longest the longest time that I've been sleeping actually. So the whole the whole time, I'm in coma. I heard I heard somebody recite Yasin, and it's so super super clear. And every day doctor will update to my mom uh, that I give a positive response and alhamdulillah the, all the medications I can, my body can accept all the antibiotics. I'm here now and I'm getting better. And actually after, after I, I awake, the first thing that I'm thinking is my kids because yeah. They are the closest one with me and whether they are positive or negative. Once I already get my phone, the first question that I ask my mom is about PCR test for the kid. So they told me that, alhamdulillah, all negative, the result. And my family also negative. So if Master 2 are positive, I think I will feel quite guilty, actually.
0: Your willingness to fight for yourself is truly admirable, Miss Mira. Proceed to the next question. Of course, with the vaccine itself, there are the common effects such as high fever, headache, and the body feel weak, which citizens have shared their experience towards receiving it. So could you share your post-vaccine experience, Mrs. Nazira? Okay,
3: uh, I got my first doses of vaccine on 7th March and I completed the two doses of vaccine Ah, uh, three weeks after I got the first doses. So, ah. actually the ah uh, vaccine antar vaccine ni, orang memang different lah macam Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Three weeks mm-hmm. after you got the first doses, then you will complete your second doses. Ah,
1: oh, okay.
3: Inovac you know, twenty one days after you com you got the first doses. Ah, uh, macam itulah Dia setiap setiap mm. vaccine tu, orang ada duration duration yang you have to complete. So for me, my personal uh, vaccine, which is Pfizer, three weeks mm. after, then I'm completed the second doses on seven April. So my first mm. doses too, I got some. Of course, my hands, um, uh, bagian memang sakit lah sebab macam kita tak macam biasa tu kan. Tapi I not be sampai demam sesama batu tu semua tidak ada. Maybe it depends on our immunity body good.
1: Glad there's nothing serious that happened to you. Moving on to the next question, Miss Mira, could you tell us why do you have to wait three months post COVID?
2: Okay, post COVID actually because this coming sixth of June, actually I, I, uh, I need to take my first vaccinations, the first dose. But unfortunately, I need to wait three months because I had the makan ubat cair darah. That is why I need to wait. For three months. After three months, then I can I can take my first dose of vaccinations. And three months also, uh, actually, we are immune to COVID. Actually, so that is why Doctor Doctor Ennis uh, advised me to wait for three month times to I mean to get the vaccinations. Yeah, because during takut nanti bila uh, di sana the place that we take the vaccinations, so the kita on ubat cair darah kita takut ada bleeding. Yang sangat teruk. yeah. that is why we need to wait until i finish the medications then i can take my first dose of vaccinations so i need to wait three months lah.
0: i see so that's the reason why you should wait for three months for the post-covid okay we have finally reached our final question it goes out for the both of you what is your advice on how others should prepare themselves before receiving the vaccine? Also, do you have any messages that you would like to relay to our beloved listeners regarding the vaccine? We'll start with Mrs. Nazira first.
3: Alright, so the first question is prepare themselves before receiving the vaccine. So as we know, before you get your vaccine, then you have to take your breakfast or you take your lunch because I think the timing of vaccine is different with other people. Some people will get mm-hmm. uh, early in the morning, such as 8am mm-hmm. until 11am. Then other mm-hmm. people will get their vaccine uh, sebelah petang, which is 2pm and 4pm. Mm-hmm. So my advice is take your panadola before you get your vaccine. Because we don't know how the vaccine works with our body. So, kita tak nak dia, kita bukan nak cakap yang vaksin ni akan memudaratkan kita, akan buatkan our body tak bagus apa. No, bukan. Mm-hmm. We have to protect. Macam baby, kalau macam mm-hmm. baby get their vaksin, then the doctor will give their parastamol which is ubat demam lah. Supaya baby kalau tak demam ataupun demam, kita still bagi ubat uh, demam tu. So, sama juga macam orang dewasa. Mm-hmm you get the vaccine and of course uh, I, I rasa 80% will get the side effect. So you have to prepare them, uh, your punya mindset you will have to prepare your perut which is you get your food mm. sebab mm. nanti of course you akan beratur lama my final advice, go get your vaccine and which is yang tak registered to go register your vaccine today at my suggestrum don't go out without any Tension oh, SOPs Yes, follow the SOP And wear the mask And kalau you nak keluar pun Macam biasalah Kena ada Benda-benda penting macam tu Bila semua orang follow the SOP I think kita boleh prevent the COVID mm-hmm. Kan, mana tahu Bila kita buat sesuatu tu Kita rasa impact dia kecil Tapi sebenarnya Give us the very big impact For our Malaysian Thank you Mrs. Nazira How about you Miss
0: Mira?
2: Alright, so an anti vaccine actually. I have a lot of things. Actually I already I already tell everyone about this. I mean about this to all the anti-vaccinations. So to all people out there, actually you cannot you you don't get to get the vaccination. Can maybe you can you can revive that. Uh when we small, when we are small, we have taking I mean taken BCG, Rubella uh tetanus and these three of vaccinations also have their own side effect so that is the same things like this i mean this vaccination for covid19 so don't scare people don't don't tell that you don't want to take any vaccination because the side effects but sometimes i i've heard people i mean people uh post on social media this vaccine can make you die or make you sick there is a side effect it depend on the our body also but the side effect is only is only a fever your you will feel like your muscle muscle tu tegang tak ada apa sebenarnya don't scare people don't scare you just you just think like dulu kita dah ambil vaccination tak ada masalah pun semua benda ada, ada akan ada side effect so please jangan tunggu lah jangan tunggu sampai nanti satu saat bila cases that oh I mean our cases arising more than 10000 that should we kita tak nak doa benda tu but if masa tu happen tiba-tiba kerajaan bagi tahu government told us that vaccination finish i mean delay or something else and then you guys tak sempat nak daftar masa tu baru you guys okay sebab menyesal jangan sampai tunggu macam tu tengah boleh daftar daftar tengah boleh register you go go for register because this is so important for us once kita dah dapat dose actually this vaccination is for prevention untuk kurang untuk less the impact of covid bila dia effect kat you guys dia takkan jadi macam macam mana keadaan before kalau you tak ambil this vaccination the impact lagi teruk sebenarnya you mungkin mungkin the impact akan akan menyebabkan organ dalaman you rosak so kita nak mengelak pada benda-benda yang ceruk Please guys, ambil vaccination. Jangan takut. Just daftar and ambil ke- kepada Me to all the parents yang orang-orang tua, jangan, don't ever listen to all social media yang fake news or WhatsApp. Better ask to the correct person. Maybe which mean the hospital ke doctors or nurses. Okay? Itu saja. And to all the listener, I I can only thank you guys. Uh, to everyone yang tak putus doa untuk I yang yang hari-hari untuk I sihat insyaallah alhamdulillah and to everyone I'm getting better and doakan I jadi lebih kuat insyaallah thank you
1: wow such an amazing and useful information that we received today from both of you we truly appreciate that you guys are willing to share your experience on getting vaccinated in our podcast session Thank you to both Mrs. Najra and Ms. Mira for spending your precious time with us in this podcast. This will surely make others be less nervous and less doubtful of the vaccine. Unfortunately, this marks the end of our Unlocking COVID-19
0: Vaccine Part 2 Podcast Session. And once again, both Fazrin and I would like to remind everyone to not forget to register and update your information in the MySajastra app for the vaccination program. We'll see you guys in the next episode of Bora Policy. Remember, stay safe and stay at home.
2: Bye, missionaries!